Hey, this is Scott Townsend, and I'm glad to announce that we've got two new subscribers to the show, Pops Daylight Donuts and Castafly Outdoor Adventures. Uh, the first one, Pops Daylight Donuts, man, they've got the best tasting donuts, sausage wraps, pastries, Northeast Oklahoma. And also, if you'll tell the staff there, hey, Scott Townsend said to give me a large spicy pig, they'll give you a free large spicy sausage wrap. But you have to tell them Scott Townsend sent you. So tell them, hey, Scott Townsend told me to tell you to give me a large spicy pig. So there's the offer. There's the, there's the call to action. So go to Pops Daylight Donuts. Say hi to Mark for me. And uh, yeah, go to Pops Daylight Donuts and get you some. The other sponsor is Castafly Outdoor Adventures. Adventure, that's where it begins. We look to create and document our moments in time while embracing the majestic wonder and beauty of the great outdoors. Our quest is to explore the back roads of the Ozarks, camping, fishing, and just getting lost. Refresh your spirit and join us on our next adventure. Paul and his crew invite you to subscribe to the Castafly Outdoor Adventures YouTube channel. Welcome to the Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzel Man Productions. Hey, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for joining the Scott Townsend Show. And today I have with me a, a young, young entrepreneur, a mover and a shaker, uh, keeps people happy, makes dreams come true. He's a uh, founder of Blank Slate Media, uh, a video production entrepreneur. He's the host of the Starting Blank podcast, and Forbes magazine named him one of the top 15 young entrepreneurs of 2020. So welcome to the show, Sam Lister. Thank you for having me on, Scott. Super excited to uh, join you in chat today. That was pretty cool being in, uh, having Forbes uh, choose you for something like that. Also, it was it was Yahoo, not Forbes. Huh? So I'll I'll just. Oh, what, who did I say? Forbes. Forbes. It was Yahoo, it was Yahoo for, for everyone. F- Forbes. Forbes. Eventually, Yahoo is still cool. I'm still super grateful that um, <laughs> I got I got to be in that. But yeah, I wanted to wanted to set it clear. We're still still working on Forbes. <laughs> Where did I get Forbes? Okay, so it was Yahoo Finance, mm-hmm. or just Yahoo. Um, it is a dual feature on Yahoo Finance and Yahoo. <laughs> I believe I missed that. That was being pretty slick there. <clears throat> anyway, so I might cut some of that out. Um, anyway, uh, so Sam Lister, thanks for joining the show. I've been wanting to have you on for a while now. Um, and one of the reasons why is because uh, podcasting's taken up a good deal of my time these days. And just wanted to have somebody else on the show who's a uh, avid podcaster and rich in social media, stuff like that. I know I got this idea from you actually on LinkedIn. It was 30 days, it was over 30 days ago. You had uh, talked about doing a 90-day challenge, uh, mm-hmm. podcasting challenge. And so I thought, well, I could, I think I could do 30 days. And so Austin Cleon, I don't know if you know are familiar with Austin Cleon. He's, uh, mm-hmm. he's got a newsletter out. But anyway, 
So at the first of the year, he came up with this checklist. Um, and the goal is to just check off every day and never miss a day. Just, just don't break the chain, so to mm-hmm. speak. And uh, Jerry Seinfeld says the same thing. He writes jokes every day. And his goal is to take a red marker and put an X through the day. And the goal is not to write jokes. The goal is to cross off the day, you know, and just don't break the chain. So that's what I did, and I couldn't believe how fast it went, but I couldn't believe what a pain in the butt it was, too. <laughs> what was your experience doing? I can't imagine doing nine, when 30 days came up, I was like, I'm so glad that's over with. What was 90 yep. days like? Yeah, I did 90, 90 days of a podcast a day in uh, Q4 of 2020, and it was definitely a grind. It was it was hard. It was tiring, but it was, it was super rewarding, too, because um, like you said, it becomes less about the podcast, but more about the consistency and actually crossing out a day and, and building that habit. So it really taught me a lot of, a lot of things. And um, one of the biggest uh, takeaways I got from it is even if you're in a mode to not create and you don't want to create something, there's always some, some level of story or drive or inspiration that you have that maybe once you sit down and start talking or you can start talking with someone else, that, um, that spark kind of can, can come out of nowhere. Even, even though you didn't want to do the podcast originally, um, you'll, you'll be uh, thankful that you, that you did. So that was one of my biggest, biggest takeaways because there are so many times that I didn't want to sit down and record a podcast it was late at night, early in the morning, whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I had to because I made that commitment to myself. So it was definitely, um, definitely fulfilling. Um, I took a little break in January just to kind of mm-hmm. regroup after 90 and 90 days. So now I'm uh, getting back into the swing of the, the podcast game again. So super excited. And it was a definitely cool experience. You know, I was listening through your podcasts and uh, I, I picked up on several things. Uh, you listed 10 things for, oh, you, you listed a list of 21 uh, ideas from 21 years. What advice would you give your, you know, you're looking back um, uh, 21 years of experience. Um, I've been there. Uh, what would advice would you give looking forward to your 50 to 57-year-old Sam? Sam's going to look a lot different. <laughs> and you're going to have a lot of scars, a lot of stories, um, a lot of people you've met, a lot of things you've done. A lot of disappointments, a lot of successes. What would you tell your 57-year-old self? What do you want him to know? That's a great question. I've never, I've never answered that before. So I think remembering, remembering why you started this journey of, of life and remember the, the small things along the way and how how important it is to not get wrapped up in business and entrepreneurship and working 25 hours a day and spend time with family and loved ones. Um, I, I'm really conscious about how I spend my time, where I spend my time, especially being a young entrepreneur when it's cool to work 17, 18 hours a day. And I've, I've been there, I've done that, but um, I'm really against that because I, I don't think that's the that's not the reason why I get into entrepreneurship. I'm not building rocket ship companies just yet. So um, there's there's obviously different levels of of work, but I think everyone 
everyone's under this notion that you need to put as many hours in as Elon does building Tesla and SpaceX. When in reality, that's, that's an anomaly. Like you, you don't, you need to find out what works for you and why you want to get an entrepreneurship and start your own business. So I see so many people, um, older than me that their number one regret is they've worked too much. They didn't spend time with family and loved ones. So the one thing I, I'm hoping I, I stay true to um, when I'm 50, 60, 70 is spend time with loved ones and design a, design a life and fulfill a life that I'm, I'm really proud of. That's not just centered around work, but it's centered around impact and helping others and um, leave, leaving the world in a, in a little better place than when I came into it. I saw you do um, on LinkedIn, I think it was, and on YouTube podcast. On your podcast was list your phone number, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, that! I don't know if I want everybody knowing my phone number." So, how's that? Did that? How, why did you do that? Yeah, um, a a I have I've had two numbers in the past. I have a personal and like business number, so. I've listed my personal number out there. You can go find it. Um, I've also listed my business number more so than my personal number. Um, but it's an, it's an easy way for people to get connected. If they have a question, I can just text them and answer it. I can, I'm way more responsive to texts than LinkedIn DMs. So if you have my number, shoot me a text and I can get back to you way quicker than scrolling through hours of DMs and, and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's it's just an easy way for people to reach me. I never try to be hidden from anyone. I never try to be um, unable to be reached. So it's it's about easy access. So how can I give um, potential customers or podcast guests or any anyone in between or someone just has a question? Shoot me a text. Give me a call, um, and I I'll, I try to respond to everyone as as fast as possible. So that was the reason why. So I might start start doing that and see how that goes. <laughs> Not that anybody's going to want to text me, but has that ever backfired on you? Have you ever, has that, uh, no, not, not yet. <laughs> there, there's obviously always spam calls and stuff, but that's stands the test of time. It's that's before, before cell phones, even that's the landlines and stuff. So you'll always get spam calls, but that's not necessarily from posting my number on LinkedIn or anything. Right. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes left here. Um, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you do what Sam Lister does. And that is uh, you do a really great job of ranting or just, you know, <laughs> just letting it fly. As you, are your podcast scripted? Do you write notes or do you just go off the cuff? Nope. Off the cuff. Um, I try to, I'm trying to be a little better at scripting out the guest interviews and stuff, but I love just talking and having a genuine conversation with people. So no, I, I don't script any podcast. And um, even when I was doing like 90, 90 days, a lot of the time I would sit down and just ask myself, hmm, what do I want to talk about? And come up with a topic kind of on the spot and just rant for 10, 15 minutes about it and really try to force myself to get into a flow, into a flow state to where I can just talk and everything comes naturally and I don't really need to think about what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of what I what I like to do. Personal and business, professional. Um, I'll leave it. Last words are with you. What uh, what's on your mind? What uh, what what conversation keeps popping up? Current trends. 
um, it's something that I've that I've really thought about, and I'm I'm big into investments too, and uh, I love I love cryptocurrencies and new stocks and ETFs and different IPOs and stuff. Um, so something that's just been on my mind lately is definitely like the the David and Goliath story of like the the everyday person against the big corporations, the big institutions, and I think this is this is true from an investment standpoint, but it's also true from an everyday person standpoint. We, we see it everywhere. And it's, it's something I'm so fascinated by because the, the tools we have as a society and especially um, younger generations, Gen Z, millennials, and um, really everyone in between that utilizes social media and, and these mass communication tools that we have access to that are completely free. We're seeing such a huge um, shift of, I guess power even when it comes to uh, enabling the the every everyday person to band together with with other people to create um, actual momentum in their lives. We we saw it with like GameStop, uh, GameStop stock uh, initially, and that's that's just a group of people on Reddit that really pumped the stock, and and we saw billions and billions of dollars being lost by big institutions and hedge funds before before everyone got shut down. And I won't go into the details too much, but stay high level of small man versus big corporation. And that's, that's what I love. And I, I think, um, um, investors like Chamath Palihaptia is, uh, is amazing. If, if you know that name, definitely, definitely look him up. Uh, C-H-A-M-A-T-H. I have no idea how to pronounce his or uh, spell his last name, but he takes a super cool stance of, yeah, he's a big tech billionaire. Um, but he, he fights for the little man because that's, that's who he is at heart. And, um, he, he fights against the, the big corporations and big power, big brother power essentially. So that's something I'm super fascinated by of like, how do we, as a, as a collection, um, collective society really start pushing against these big institutions that are just old, slow, and they don't, they don't really know what they're doing anymore in a, in a, 2021 world and a lot of the times these these smaller groups and these smaller people they have a better uh better pulse on what's what's happening and what more effective ways uh there are to do to do life essentially so i know that's probably not the the route you you expected me to go but i that's definitely what's been on my mind and i i think it's a it's a cool um cool conversation to keep going as it as it progresses and i think we're just on the um just on the the starting line of that conversation really sprouting into something bigger. So well changing your mind is a superpower. I I forgot who uh I was reading someone's tweet it might have been Tom Bellew, maybe um maybe Vision Lakani. Uh, one of one of those, um, but he was ex- essentially explaining how changing your mind is absolutely a superpower. Like so many people get dead set on, hey, I said this thing, this is my decision. I'm going to stick to it until the grave, even though right. uh, the answer is no. That that answer is is the wrong solution or the wrong idea or whatever. So 
being being leaders and being entrepreneurs and just conscious minded people, like we have the ability to change our minds at any given moment. We get a new piece of information, we get a new data point, we we have a different conversation that shifts our mind. And being able to pivot your mindset is is huge, I think. And it's something that I try to do every single day of again, that's why I said I, I try to lead with an open mind of change my mind. I am so so set on uh, having you having you change my mind, and I, I know it gets you can get into troubles with relationships and stuff. But uh, yeah, it makes Thanksgivings difficult sometimes. Little little bit, but um, overall, changing your mind is is huge. And I think a lot of people struggle with it because they wrap wrap themselves around. Hey, I said this one thing. I need to take this to the grave. When maybe halfway through, you know, like this is the wrong answer, but I'm still going to go with it. That's, that's delusion for, for me. It's like, once you know, that's not the way to go, find a way to yes. Um, and, and do that as fast as possible. Is there anything that you uh, think about or believe in that's rock solid that won't change you think? Um, besides having an open mind is how you grow. <laughs> uh, uh no, there's not a lot of things that I'm super rocks out about because I've, again, I've only been living on this earth for about 20 years, 21 years. So a lot of change in that uh, yeah. standpoint. And in, yeah. especially in the past four or five years, like my complete world has turned on its head, flipped around a few times. So do I know what the next five years are going to look like? 10 years? No idea. And everything as we know it could change. Everything we know could change. So there's not a lot of things I'm I'm rock solid about besides like having an open mind will always win. Being kind to people will always win. And being like a genuine good person is that those are the things I'm pretty rock solid about. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. It, it's so funny you bring that up is because today, just today, uh, Prime showed up and the, the book, uh, Adam Grant's uh, Think Again. Um, it's about change. It's, it's not, it's, uh, the power of knowing what you don't know. Oh, uh, I haven't read it. Yeah. So I heard an interview with him on the James Altucher show. So I ordered the book and so that's on my list of books to read. But anyway, he's talking about, you know, kind of, kind of what you just said, have an open mind and, uh, uh, how to, how to evaluate, uh, new ideas and perspectives and just, you know, just kind of stay resilient and nimble. And uh, Sam, our time's up. Man, <laughs> where'd the time go? Thank you, Scott, for this. It was it was an awesome conversation. I, I love these conversations because they they go by so fast, and um, it's a it's a cool flow state we can we can kind of both tap into where we don't need to think about anything else besides the the conversation. So again, definitely definitely had a blast. If someone wants to get in touch with you, contact you, how do they? Where do they go? How do they do that? Yeah, shoot me a message on any social media. Just uh, type in Sam Lister and I typically uh, pop up. Um, Instagram is Sam X Lister. LinkedIn, just type Sam Lister. Just a kid with long hair, entrepreneur in his bio, and just, just reach out to me there. Sounds good. Well, uh, so yes, yeah, so at the end of this podcast here, I just want to mention if you like this podcast, uh, subscribe, like, share, um, leave a review. If you are watching on YouTube, do the same thing. Like, share, subscribe. Um, leave a comment if you have questions that you want answered later uh, you can leave them there as well and what I think is really cool is in your smart speaker if you say this is so cool you know Alexa I'm not going to do it now but you know you say hey play the Scott Townsend show she just starts playing it I think that's really cool Um, yeah so Sam 
thanks a lot once again for i'm glad we were able to uh, make the connection likewise thanks for thanks for having me on so for sam lister this is scott townsend thanks for joining the scott townsend show and we'll talk to you later The Scott Townsend Show is a Dietzo Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Scott Townsend Show.